Welcome to Business Influencers. Hope everyone is having a great week. We are so excited that Business Influencers again continues to grow. We thank you so much each and every week for joining us here. We are committed to your success, as we've always said, bringing in guest experts, uh, sharing their words of wisdom, and helping you to move your business and your level of influence to the next level. Feel free to reach out to me uh, for any questions at chris at christophersalem.com. And you can also find out more information on our website at www.talradio.org. Again, we are so excited about today's show. Uh, our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types, an opportunity to rekindle old relationships and perhaps meet new people for the first time. This uh, social media community platform all, also offers a wide variety of affinity programs that are only available to members, which will allow you to tap into certain resources that you would otherwise not be able to tap into uh, without being a member. So feel free to check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, I'm so excited uh, today uh, to be talking to this gentleman as uh, some of you already know, I've been a professional speaker for quite some time, and I always love to bring in professionals that have been doing this a long time. And that is who we have here today. We're going to be talking to Steve Zapato. And Steve has been a professional speaker for over 40 years. Now, I, I know you can't tell by seeing him, but yes, it's been 40 years, and he does a wonderful job. And he is the master of the art of conversation. And we're going to be talking about Shut Up and Succeed, The Art of Conversation, which will be coming up in his upcoming book, which I'm so happy to hear that Steve will share some insight from that book for us uh, before it comes out. And so Steve is going to be sharing a lot of great insight about this. And so if you are a speaker, whether professional or using speaking to help elevate your level of influence and, and scale your business, this is the show that you have to tune into. We highly encourage everyone to listen to the show in its entirety, even after the fact on demand. And without further ado, we welcome Steve Sapata to the show. Steve, how are you doing today? Great, Chris. Sure appreciate being here. We are so uh, such a pleasure to have you. So let's talk a little bit about you know conversations. I mean, a lot of times we think that you know we we have conversations all the time, whether if we're having a conversation with ourselves or one to one, one to few, one to many. Let's talk a little bit about just conversations in general, why they're so important, and some of the things that you could help educate and create awareness with the audience today around that so they could be better at. Yeah, happy to be here. And that's uh, one of the things we talk about is how do you have a great conversation? You know, what makes a great conversation? And I think that's one of the, the challenges that people face. I think people are always looking like they don't get comfortable going up to strangers. They, they struggle with having that conversation with somebody they don't really know. That's why when we go in someplace, we almost always sit with somebody we know when what we should do is always sit with somebody we don't know. Because let's face it, you and I know that when we talk, we know what we know. But when we listen, we know what they know as well as what we know. And I think that's one of the greatest challenges. Uh, people try and do all their marketing with memes and uh, getting on social media when really the real crux and what's going to be the future, you're going to see more and more people posting about it on the internet, which is having conversations that create a relationship, create a connect connectivity, a connection to somebody else. And that brings us to that know, like, and trust 
that we always talk about. And that's the thing I think that most people don't really get. When we have confident conversations, when we are expert conversationalists, we can take almost any conversation and take it in the direction that we need it to go. Now, I'm not saying you're going to go out and sell somebody by like this and this, even though I run up a whole workshop on three minutes to yes, which is three minutes how you can get an appointment no matter where you are and what you're doing. But an appointment is not selling somebody. An appointment is getting to know somebody a little bit so you can see if you want to sit down with them, have coffee, have a time, a meeting. And I think when we talk about conversations, how do people enter into conversations? What's the first thing people normally ask? I'll ask you, Chris, what's the first thing you normally ask somebody if you've never met them before and you walk up, you're like, hey, you know, how you doing? How are you doing today? Good morning. <laughs> good and I say good morning. And what's the next phrase that we say? Uh, how, how, how? My name is Chris. What's your name? Yeah. What's your name? And I say, I'm Steve Zabato. Nice to meet you, Chris. And then we say, what do you do? Right. <laughs> and we're often running in that same old conversation. And that's what we have to learn. What are we after? What's our purpose of having a conversation? Sometimes people say, well, just to have a conversation. And, and I will trust me, I will push your limits to we never just have a conversation to just have a conversation. Sometimes it's to keep ourselves from being bored. Right. I have a conversation with somebody sitting next to me because I'm already bored. I'm looking at the window at the airport trying to decide, you know, what am I going to do for the next 40 minutes until the plane comes? So I'll talk to the person next to me. And that's what we do. That's why so many people are on their phone. It's like, here's my phone and I got to look at it because that way I'm not bored. That way I don't have to enter into difficult conversations. Your future, the money in your future is all in the conversations you're going to be having over the next couple of years. Yeah. That is so true. And let's talk about that. Like a lot of times, like I said, we don't even realize that we are shutting ourselves off to certain opportunities because we're not opening ourselves up to not just a conversation for the sake of having a conversation, but something that is constructive, that's something that's going to benefit the person you're talking to, because you could be compelling to them, you could offer value to them, but something that can also create an opportunity for you, perhaps, whether if it's something personal or in your business. You know, um, one of the things that people don't really understand, I don't think they, my opinion, they don't understand. And let me give you an example. Uh, I run a thing called Speaker Talks, and that's like every six to nine months I have, uh, it's like a small TEDx. Uh, I have 15 speakers on a stage. We can 15 minutes of talk. We get them professionally recorded. But I'm always amazed how we don't fill the audience with other speakers, and I'm like, why not? First of all, in, on day one, there's usually two or three of us, uh, some guys who are millionaires, who've been speaking and travel the world as millionaires, giving advice and information on how to be better at what you do. And so whether it's speaking, whether it's uh, talking, whether it's entertaining, whether it's how to do the right software, it's how to, do, how to build your business. And speakers should fill that room because as a speaker, and I've been talking for 40 years, as you said, I should go and try and learn how to be better myself. Uh, and I think I know pretty much it all. No, you don't, Steve, you don't. And so we have to go learn more. And I should I, I should have 100 speakers from I usually do it down in Tampa, 100 speakers in Tampa who should show up at five bucks a pop just to say, I need to learn one thing from the people who are speaking. They're brand new speakers normally. They're new to this. Hey, you know what? I can learn from a brand new speaker. I can learn how to be excited. I can learn how to get over my nervousness. I can learn how to, whatever you can learn. And yet, like everything else, most of us think, well, I know it. 
I don't have to go learn from people who are less than me. And that's one of the challenges. When we talk about having conversations, there's always something we can learn. And Chris is the perfect example. I've got this thing coming up called Confident Conversation. It's going to be a, a weekly meeting, an hour a week, where we're going to get together and teach other people how to be great conversationalists. Well, Chris and I had known each other. You know, we met sometime probably five or ten years ago. We, yeah. I don't even know, but he's been on my radar. And then we ran across each other in a networking thing. So we reached out and I'd forgotten what Chris did. I think Chris forgot what I did. And then we had a conversation. And then suddenly, even though we're competitors, we do this basically the same job. We're competitors. You know what we found? We could have a collaboration. Yeah. And so I invited Chris to join in, see what we can work out. You never know in every conversation, competitor, collaborator, whatever you're doing, you might just create something that's going to make you more money, wealthy. Hey, have better relationships, have more fun. I love what you just said because a lot of times, you know, when it when it comes to communication, Steve, we just uh, we just assume and speculate because we didn't even ask. We didn't even ask, and now we, you know the fact that you just that perfect exa that example that you mentioned by having that conversation didn't take a lot, took like, probably a few minutes, and that we have established a, f a foundation that there could be a collaboration opportunity there. Otherwise, we could have just assumed, well, he does this, he, he does that, and uh, probably not. We're probably going to, yeah. It's, and, it, and we just, we, we, we put a wall up. I, 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 and you made a great point. Can you expand on that a, a little more and what the difference can be in somebody's business career? If you're a business in itself or just a, an individual, again, you know, the things that, that can make a huge difference in where you are and where that's, you That's exactly, well, one of the things, every conversation could lead you someplace that you never expected. I mean, that's just phenomenally uh, intrinsic in what we do. If you have a curiosity about the other person, most of us talk and what is it they say? We listen, we listen so we can interrupt and say what we have to say. And most of us talk with the intent of telling you about us. And I challenge you from this day forward, you can come join our group. We'll show you how, but I challenge you from this day forward to talk with the intent of learning from that other person. So I'll, I'll use networking as a perfect example. When most people go networking, and you've been taught this for 20, 30 years, and that you go to networking and you say, hey, I'm so-and-so, I do such and such, and my company's been around for X, Y, Z. And you know what? Most of us are like, yeah, I know, boring. I don't care. You know, Or we're busy working out our own next talk, or we're busy working on this, right? Or we're just playing bored with what you have to say, because I know people who can bore you in one minute or less. How about you, right? <laughs> and that's, so when you go to these networking things, instead of talking about you, how about you ask a question that gets them thinking about you? right? I don't care what you do. Ask a question that you know are the commonalities, the problems, right? I could, if I'm a speaker and I want to hire other speakers, right? Or people to become speakers, I might say, anybody in here have some trepidation when you get up in front of a group to talk? And they, you know, a couple of people might go, yeah, may, you know, not everybody acknowledges that. Or, or you might simply ask the questions of, are you a great speaker? And yet you really struggle with conversations after your event. Yeah, and then some of the speakers are going to go, well, yeah. See, if I ask you a question, that might pique your brain. But if I said, how many of you guys all in here are speakers? You guys all know how to speak. You guys all know how to conversation. Well, I'm Steve Spato. I've been around for 40 years, blah, blah, blah. Right? We accomplished nothing. Learn to ask questions. 
they called me QL man. I taught college for seven years, speech communication. They called me, the students called me QL man. It was because it was question and listen, question what they say, listen to what they say, question it again, listen to how they answer that question that again. And guess what you're going to learn? All the stuff you need to know. That's, that's the key to being yeah. a great conversationalist. I, th and what, and, and I think that fits in so well with enrollment like if you're talking about business like when you can get to what's really important to somebody or a business maybe they don't even know consciously what's important but by you what you just said asking questions listening asking again and keep digging down deeper now they, they start whoa i think i do know what what's really important to me and if it wasn't for him or her digging down with those questions i may have not even known myself you know and that's gold to people you know and, oh absolutely yeah you know, yeah. that's, that's what even personal relationships, sometimes we like, if I'm a parent, I will tell my kids stuff rather than asking my kids stuff. My kids will tell me stuff rather than asking me. And sometimes we have this real huge miscommunication. Sometimes we have arguments because somebody says, don't keep telling me, don't tell me stuff. Right. And, and so you learn to ask my son did that when he was like 20 years old, he called up to talk and I said, well, here's the answer. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And he went, dad, I went, what? He goes, shut up. Well, that, that made me mad. That hurt my feelings. You don't say shut up to somebody. And I went, what? And he goes, I didn't call you for advice. I called to unburden myself. Yeah. And suddenly I went, oh, I, I missed it. Right. Now, granted, this was 20 years ago, 25 years ago. But you see, it took a comment like that to say, Steve, you need to listen. Yeah. You don't need to answer until they say, Hey, can you help me with this? If you keep asking your prospects, you talk about sales. If you can learn how to uh, manipulate is the wrong word, but we'll say that if you can learn how to maneuver a conversation so that it gets to the questions and the answers that you're looking for, you're going to sell it. I had did that with somebody just a couple, three months ago. And when we were done, he went, Hey, wait a minute. I went, what? He went, you never asked me to buy your program. I went, no. And he went, I offered to buy it. I went, yeah, <laughs> you know, what a difference it makes when suddenly they realize that what they're after is what they just bought. And now they're going to learn how to do that yes. so that they can help other people. And that's whether you're in sales, whether you're in just conversation, no matter what you're doing, you being great at presenting at being a great conversationalist. So you're standing up, giving your pitch at an event. I don't care if it's 30 seconds. I don't care if it's five minutes. When you're giving your pitch, if you can learn how to ask the right questions that get people to ask about you, touchdown, you're miles ahead. Oh, I think that's great, Stephen. It's so true. And I think, you know, the mastering the art of the conversation is so important. And the title of, you know, for this show is spot on. What would you, what would be the first steps if somebody, they're hearing this for the first time, Maybe they thought they had this pre preconceived notion. They thought, well, I thought I was really good at conversations. But now that I'm hearing what Steve is sharing, that I, I really need some work here. What would be that first step that you would recommend people do to start really learning how to master the art of conversations? Well, call me and hire me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Let's first step. Jump to the chase. I love it. No, we got <laughs> First steps would be, it, and it, I, I ask this of my speakers that I'm training on Audrey. 
is record every time you have a conversation. If you're going to sit down with somebody, somebody who just casual conversation, yeah. just look at them and say, hey, mind if I, if I record this? We can record this without thinking about it quite often. And uh, so we always have it recorded for posterity. But if you're sitting down at a table over coffee with somebody, just pull out your phone and say, mind if I record this? Because sometimes, and here's the truth. Sometimes I say some really smart things and they'll say, Steve, would you repeat that back? And I can't because I was just having a conversation. I wasn't really focused on trying to teach them or help them learn. It was just a conversation. So it wasn't as important to me as it became to them when I said something, I'll say profound. And so if, and if you get in that habit to so record your conversation and then listen back on your way home and you'll be amazed two things at how much you talk. And you'll also be amazed at some of the things that you say, Oh, I probably should have said that. Or they said something that was so good there. I need to write that down because I, and I tell people all the time, Chris, I go, you know, cause people say, I don't remember who uh, that quote was by. I go, if you don't remember who a quote was by, it's always by Steve Sabato. That's real simple. <laughs> no, that's a great thing. I think recording is so great. You know, either audio, it doesn't even have to be on video. You could have, there are apps out there. You could, you could speak right into and yeah. do it right there and you can listen back to it. And I think that's a great tip that you just shared. Yeah, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed how much you will grow in your conversations as well as in your abilities to handle situations simply by recording something and listening it back. Um, like you say, I don't record uh, audio video on my phone when I'm doing that. I, I've got a, an app, too, and I click that. A microphone and i'm just like recording it and again when you're riding back in your car it's so nice instead of turning on something else to listen to your 20-minute conversation uh, as opposed to music that's not going to benefit you uh, maybe you've got a podcast that you like to listen to and this could take part of that so just and all I those think, things I, I think that's a valuable tip it's it's kind of like you know my wife and i and this is completely different when she says you snore too loud i'm like i don't snore i've been and then she video, she she tapes me or, or the audio and i'm going oh my god i guess I do. just just a little just a little just you know little. <laughs> <laughs> but when you hear it then you start this okay now i can i can now consciously now understand from somebody else's perception what can i now change to create you know at least from my part to initiate a quality conversation with someone. Well, and it's and it's a lot of things that come in. Uh, we have a couple friends that we visit, and uh, she talks really loud. I mean, boom! If you're in the car with them, you're like, "Boy, I hope she doesn't talk because it's so loud." But she has no clue. And I really, I, I want to record the conversation and play it back so that maybe I'll say, "Hey, listen to this," you know, or something. And so she can hear herself how loud she is. Because let's face it, some people talk really soft. Yeah. And they don't know they're talking soft. So we're always going, I'm sorry, what did you say? And they get frustrated. They go, How, you know, what, I don't understand why. Are you deaf? What's going on? You know, but if you talk too soft, people lose you or you lose people. If you talk too loud, you alienate people because we want to move away from how loud you are. So all these things, when you record yourself in a conversation, you'll learn so much. So that's where I'd say to start. I think that's great. Great, great tips. So anybody listening, those be listening very valuable tip. There are many resources out there. As Steve mentioned, you can get a, a you download an app from the Apple Store or from your uh, Google phone, Android, and uh, that's a great tool. I've done that myself, and I've done that when I've recorded any talks that I've done. So great, you know, Steve. You got a you have a book coming up. You know, talking about this, and what would be some of the things that you could share that you know from the book 
that are really going to really help people step up their conversations. You know, the thing, again, the thing you have, the thing that will change your conversations is learning to ask about the other people. Mm. And it's tough because we, we've only got like five questions in our whole event. You know, it's like, well, what do you do? How long have you been doing it? You know, uh, you like your job. I mean, we just, boom, this is what we have. So we have to learn how to invite them to share a lot more than that. Right. Well, what do you do for fun? You know, Hey, how many places have you lived? So, I mean, there's all kinds of things. How long have you been at that job? Do you like that job? How long have you been at that same job? Or have you changed jobs within, you know, like I, I grew up with John Deere people. So they always say, I work at John Deere. And you go, okay. And then you moved on to something else. But you didn't say, well, what division are you in? Or how long have you been at that job? And did it take you a lot to get promoted there? I mean, so that's all about work. You can do the same thing with family. Hey, do you? I got in trouble one time because I said, are you married? And somebody thought I was hitting on them. So I've learned now to say, um, do you have relationships? And they'll say, yeah, I got family, you know, or do you have family? And they'll tell me about their family, their kids, their partners, that kind of stuff. So a lot of things are on how we word things. And it's really important to understand that always being curious about them, always being curious about them. People say, especially in networking things, just like we started, Chris, it's, hey, Chris, how are you? I'm Steve Sapato, And you say, I'm a Chris. I go, so Chris, tell me what you do. Well, I'm, I'm one of those people who says, I never want to tell people what I do. Now, that's, there's exceptions to that, but especially in networking, because nobody cares what I do. They care what I do that can help them. So my job is to find out what they need help with. So if I'm talking, right, they don't have the opportunity to tell me what they need. So my job is to turn the conversation around. So the first thing when people say, so Steve, what do you do? I go, hey, thanks a lot for asking, Chris. Can I ask you a question first? And of course, you'd say yes. And I go, um, I'm sorry, tell me what you do again. And see, now we're off and running because everybody likes to talk about themselves. Always, always, always be curious about the other person. Be curious about their life, their family, their hobbies, uh, where they want their future to go. Ask them. Here's a great question. Matter of fact, they just had a $1.4 billion lottery. Did you see that? Yes. $1.4 billion. So you say, boy, by the way, I, you know, I don't mean to change the topic, but you see that lottery? And everybody goes, yeah. You go, what would you do if you won? 1.4 billion dollars and listen to the people just open up to you on what they really want what they would do how they would do it if i'm a financial guy and i listen to these people just oh i would buy my mother a house i'd buy my father a house i'd buy my grandmother a house you know i'd buy a yacht 400 then you know they need some financial help too financial training so all those things can teach you by what you ask somebody else i i love that and you know and and again it it's when you do that, you're not, when you're asking a question, it's not a simple yes or no. You're getting them to expand. And when they expand, they keep going. And then when you, when they, and now you start to uncover. So now when they do ask you, well, you know, Steve, you know, can you tell, share with me why or what you do? You know, well, it's funny that you said this, this, and this, and these are the things that I do to help people do this. So now it means something now. Because they've they've st they've stated what their challenge is, what what was really important to them, and again, you've just empowered them to kind of connect the dots to say maybe maybe Steve could help me become a better conversationalist. Maybe Steve can help me to communicate better and create more sales in my organization, grow my business. You're not telling them that hey, I can do That's these right. things for you. They're 
They're, they're, this is, these, these are the convers that's the conversation going on in their head. That's right. Well, let me ask you a question. If, let's say I'm a financial advisor and I'm asking these, you know, questions yeah. and we get to that and I, and, and they go, well, you know, I've told you this, 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 and this. Now, if they knew I was a financial advisor and I ask them those financial questions, they would back up. Yes. They'd go, oh, this guy's going to try and sell me something. So see, I, I mean, I almost never tell people, especially if I'm looking to get an appointment to sit down with them later. I never tell them. When I do my three-minute CS, the people are always like, but Steve, you didn't tell them what you did. I go, nope, but I got an appointment, right? And they go, well, yeah, but you have to tell them what you did. I went, why? <laughs> what they're looking for is the answers to their problem. Yes. They're not looking to find out what I do or they would have asked me. Right. But I, in that three minutes, I get them to say, oh, I, I would love to sit down with you, you know, this week. I said, great, let's make an appointment. We pull out our phones to make an appointment. We're all set and ready to go. And people are like, but they, but you didn't tell them. And see, people are so ingrained with, I have to tell you what I do and why I do it. No, you don't. People don't really care. Um, how is that phrase goes? People don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. care. Isn't that it? That's a Zig Ziglar uh, yeah. quote. Oh, I thought it was Steve Sapato. Uh, maybe it's Steve Sapato. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you put it in your own words there, but yeah, yeah. But along the lines, that's what Zig Ziglar did say. And no, it's so, so true. And, you know, and I think that, you know, the, the difference between raising your game and, and creating quality conversations, Steve, and why people have to get to know you, it could be a key, a difference of where you are and where you desire to be in your business, whether if you are a speaker or aspiring speaker, professional speaker, or you're just using this in, in a way to grow your sales and business. You don't even have to be a speaker, but just knowing how to communicate and create better and conversations. I, and I'm going to ask for everybody listening. I don't know what your profession is, but let me ask you the question. The last five referrals you got, did they come because you were out there pitching referrals or did they come because somebody who knew you well, you had a relationship with in some form, understood what you do and then when somebody else had a conversation someplace else they went oh i have a guy isn't that the, or i have a woman right i have somebody you need to talk to isn't that how referrals come because you've gotten their trust you've gotten inside their guards and you're friends with them friends you have a relationship and that's when they say I know somebody you should talk to. Uh, my uh, financial advisor, I have two financial advisors and uh, my wife and I did some changes here a couple of years ago. And you know what? I just reached out and I said, hey, do you do this? And he went, well, yeah. I go, good, let's talk, right? And it was because he, he'd been waiting three years. He yeah. had no idea I was gonna. And that's what's important is like, like Chris says, doesn't matter what you do, it's if you have that relationship because you've struggled and gotten past those conversations, People will make a referral to you. Great, more opportunities, yeah. more opportunities, better opportunities. Steve, this has been a wealth of knowledge that you shared in, in the uh, during the course of the show. Here, you know, we're uh, we're at the end of the show, and I want to make sure that that the listeners and those listening later on demand have an opportunity to get to know you. You know, either about your upcoming book, the things you are already doing with some of the uh, master classes and workshops, and things that you do to help people in this area, how, what is the best way they can get in contact with you and what, what you would like to offer the uh, audience? Uh, the best thing you can do is just reach out. Go to my website, stevesapatoseminars.com. You can see my name at the bottom. It's S-A-P-A-T-O, stevesapatoseminars.com. Or you can write to me, steve at stevesapato.com. Um, the thing that, it, and if you would like, if you would like, I've, I've got the 
I'm a real nutball and people knowing the basics for financial literacy. I'm not a guru in finance, but if you want to learn how to make your money grow, if you don't know the rule of 72, write to me and say, Steve, I would like your white paper on the rule of 72. And it's just a little one page showing you the rule of 72 when it comes to money and how you can make a lot more money. Um, so that's one of the free things I could give away. Of course, if you're interested in our course uh, that we're going to be working with you on to make you a great conversation, just reach out and ask for the course. Awesome. Steve, thank you so much. And we highly encourage everybody listening and those listening later, we encourage you to share this show. Get to know Steve, reach out to him, take advantage of that Rule of 72 uh, content that he has available. It could help move you along. Also, reach out to Steve on, on his website or his email. And again, we highly encourage you to do that. Steve, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. And listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here at Business Influencers with Tell Radio, part of the Touch of Life Foundation. We are committed again to bringing subject matter experts like Steve come in and share their words of wisdom. And we hope that, again, you take this information because it's only as good as you apply it to move forward. So until then, everybody, if you have any questions, reach out to us at chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Otherwise, have a great week, and we'll see you that next week.